1: I'm Samuel Mann in Sawyers Bay, Dunedin. And I am joined from Fakatani by Mawira Karatai. Kura Mawira. Kura Sam, how's it going? It's going very well indeed. Is it still warm enough for you?
0: Oh, it's cooler today than it was yesterday, that's for sure. And it needed to be because I almost melted.
1: It's the summer we finally want we were waiting for.
0: I didn't want it. Bring <laughs> back the winter. <laughs> oh, honey.
1: And who are we introducing today?
0: Today it is my great pleasure to introduce Ange Morgan. And I've never met Ange, and actually until today I'd never even heard of Ange. And it was at a really fortuitous meeting um, sitting at Cafe Coco in Fakatani Township, with one of Angie's former colleagues and we were talking about women and trucking and Angie's name came up and Queenie who was her former colleague talked about her with so much respect and passion and and just this beautiful language that came about the way that she inspires other women in, in what is such a male dominated space a true ambassador for women and I thought, oh, this is a lady that we need to speak to. So I stalked her until she responded. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Ange. Hi, how are you? Lovely to have you with us. Lovely to be here.
1: Where are you, Ange?
2: Um, I'm in the Bay of Plenty also. I'm just up the road in It's Stinking hot. <laughs>
1: we've gone past another year but we can still talk about bubbles how was your bubble life
2: i i was living my best life in my bubble life just absolutely loved it i got um my daughter home from aussie the day before they shut the borders she was over there playing league professionally and um yeah we'd we i'd said i'll book you on in a few days and booked her a ticket and my husband said no she needs to come home immediately and as it turned out we got her home in the nick of time so she isolated in a caravan and i passed meals out through the window to her and yeah it was good (laughs) loved it
1: there's lots of amazing stories of people in that little window that we had when it was self-isolation of people doing those sorts of things, I had a graduate not go to not go to his master's graduation, so we went and did his graduation by passing the passing his um, his certificate his his master's through the window, and he was waving at us through the window. yeah. It, 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 it's, it's almost a shame oh, that they lovely. had to. It's almost a shame that they had to take control of that and put it into the. Into the ho- hotel system.
2: Guess not everyone can be trusted as much as um, those two.
1: No, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good point. And is she still with you?
2: Um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't moved out. <laughs> yeah, she was going to go off to Spain and play rugby as well but then Madrid got locked down so yes she's here for the duration
1: it's interesting though the people in that kind of age are the people who would be moving around the world doing things you know,
2: yes yes it probably is
1: yeah, it doesn't really bother me if we don't get to leave the country but for those people in the late teens early 20s it's the time they were doing that stuff
2: yeah yeah it certainly is
1: so what what's she doing now not right now but what's her plan
2: um (laughs) um she's i think she's an influencer and a spiritual mentor is what she sort of calls herself i think yeah yeah that's um yeah she's she's done a bit of part-time work she worked in the um in the pack houses when she first got back and then she um worked where i was working for a while helping them catch up on administration post COVID. you know because you can imagine companies the administration went a bit crazy and um yeah now she's um yeah doing influencing stuff playing rugby and playing league
1: mawera introduced you as New Zealand, a trucking and New Zealand woman trucking ambassador.
2: Well, I'm a I'm a New Zealander. I'm a woman, and I'm a trucker. <laughs> um, I don't know about an ambassador, <laughs> <laughs> but I love I love trucking. Um, I love woman, and I love empowering women.
1: That sounds like ambassadoring.
2: So. <laughs> oh, oh, well, yeah, if the cat fits.
1: <laughs> so why do you love trucking?
2: Um, you're Your own boss, once you're out there on the road, you know, the, the, you, your, your boss is back at the office, you know, so you get to, um, to a certain extent, control your day and control how you do your job um there's a lot more uh, opportunity for you to take real pride in your work than there is in some jobs like you know getting loads there nice and clean and tidy and undamaged being at places on time yeah so you yeah you can you can control how you do your job a lot more possibly than a lot of other professions
1: You'd have to like driving.
2: Yes, I've always yes, I've always liked driving. Um, right from oh, when I was brought up on a farm, so I was steering the tractor. My dad put the hay out from probably four years old. So um, yeah, I've I've sort of always known how to drive and had spatial awareness, and I love yeah, I still love driving just got bigger things to drive they just keep getting bigger and bigger Is it scary? It can be very scary it can be very intimidating Uh, my first six months driving big gear I spent half of that time crying with nerves just absolutely terrified
1: I know when I've got a boat on the back of the car or something quite heavy that it does behave quite differently it makes you very aware of a there's a different sense of being on the road that must be multiplied when you're driving a big truck
2: oh absolutely um you are you're getting you can get pushed along so when you're um wanting to brake, it's taking you instead of Seventy meters in a car, it's taking you about a hundred and forty meters to come to a stop um you've got winds to contend with and whatnot, so yeah you're always very aware there's a different way of um of driving you've always got to be thinking forward the whole time and looking for trouble.
1: Let's take the first of your music choices. let's have Jane Denham. Trucker chicks. Why this
2: one? Because um, it's it's rock and roll, it's hard out, it's got a good beat and and it celebrates women in trucks, you know, it it talks about the stereotypes of women not being the stereotypes of trucker chicks. Um yeah, so it's just yeah, and it's you know, gets you moving, gets you rocking.
0: That we were having today, and we were talking about something that, that doesn't really, well, hasn't really come up in career options in Aotearoa, and that is the idea of actually being a professional driver. Like in the rest of the world, we value our drivers, uh, you know, they value their drivers so highly, but here it's just been a job. But actually, there's so much more to it, isn't there? Well, there's a lot more to it, you know. Um...
2: Even to get into truck driving, like you're having to do unit standards, and um, there's now apprenticeship schemes to do with it as well. Um, but like it's very much a profession. You're, you're out on that road 12 to 14 hours a day, five to six days a week, you know, doing 700 kilometres a day, 600 kilometres a day. Um, if that's not professional, backing into tiny spaces um yeah to me that's
0: that's a profession i agree and um i see the skills required but what amazed me today was listening to one of my colleagues talking about her husband is a, also a professional driver and the first time she traveled with him at night and and she described the lights and the buttons and the levers and all these things that that he was controlling um, without ever taking his eyes off the road, he, she said it was like watching a ballet. But his the way his arms and hands moved, and it was so perfect and so seamless. It, it amazed her. It, it changed her whole perception of what he did. Oh, absolutely. And and that's it. I've I've spent the
2: last eight years of my driving was doing either night shift or shift work, and um, so you. Do you know where everything is in your truck, you and and you do. I, I was telling you when I went with my husband for the first time, he was in a um in a Mac with a eighteen speed gearbox and he was changing gears with his fingertips. You know, to me it was it was beautiful. It was you know, you've got this big hunk of metal and it's being controlled by fingertips. It's just amazing.
0: What was your influence? What got you into working in this space? Because it's not traditionally a space where women work.
2: Well, I um, I <clears throat> had done a bit of farming, a bit of cleaning, all the stuff mums sort of do, you know, relief milking. And um, 20 years ago, I found myself at rock bottom, chronic alcoholic. I couldn't hold down a job. Um had to relearn to drive sober because I was always half-pissed and um then I answered a wee ad for about a three-line ad for campervan relocation job and started doing that and loved it and I was on the ferry all the time with in the commercial vehicle lounge with truck drivers and they were earning like three times more than I was and had log books to regulate their hours and so I just thought, I'm a' bit truck driver. And I didn't I didn't, but I'd driven heavy machinery a lot, you know in the farming industry, so the size thing was sort of already there in my DNA.
0: Winnie said that you are incredibly inspirational um, in the way that you work with other women, young women who are who are coming into professional driving. Is that something you obviously really enjoy it, and it sounds like you've you've got something new underway with that? Yes, yeah, I do enjoy it. I
2: absolutely, I cannot believe what I'm doing, you know, and um, working with. I- I've been fortunate. All the courses I I did with Queenie, I had sort of like fifty fifty women and men, and um, I found it so easy to to nurture their dreams (laughs) and encourage them I found it came naturally to me Um, I and so I thought I'll give it a go on my own and um, so I'm just in the well I've started my own company and I'm just going through the accreditation process Um, so I should be up and running in the next 10 days I'm just waiting for NZTA I've got my Mito registration today so yeah we're just one more step and we're, we're up and running and um, yeah so hopefully I can travel around the bay a bit and throw some more women in traps as well as men That's outstanding <laughs> Yeah So yeah I've been, it's been incredible watching um, some, of, some of the women, the changes they've made in their lives um, also just with asserting themselves more um, just because they know that they can do something really cool, you know, that's hard. And, and, and you know, I've seen differences in the way they lead their lives. It's, it's quite incredible.
0: Bubble sprite of the forest of Oroku Nui, favorite goddess, I
3: hope you always stay beautiful superstars in your beloved universes. I really hope that wherever you are, this happening around you, this journey will want to kids' perfect being. You will always sustain and illuminate it for you more and more each day. Who you are. Triumph of nature's art. Perfect. unique, making better. Thank you. So as we all know, here we are together again, totally free in 2021. How lucky we are here in Oti Porti, Eden. It's a very blustery and cold day. Having reached record temperatures in the last few days, 31 degrees, 34 degrees, absolutely phenomenal. So a cold and blustery day is quite welcome. And I've just been struck today by the particular gift and privilege that we all all enjoying not only of our freedom but of our connection with self and for me today this means having a bit of downtime amidst a very busy schedule at this time of year and really taking the time to rest and relax and go within and just process and recalibrate. I know for all of us 2020 was a very intense year so many ups and downs, such a roller coaster of emotions so many new ways of doing being, seeing, feeling, spending our time. So for all of us I think we are still needing to process what occurred in 20 and with every moment that passes there is the opportunity to learn and grow and see ourselves in new ways, connect with ourselves in new ways. And for me I am just really aware at this time that a lot of our societal conditioning a lot of our societal messaging is around the external self and of course this is a very important aspect of our lives this is one of the tools that we have in making things better that we have an external self that interacts with other external selves but our internal self our internal universe is so precious and so unique of course and by giving ourselves the opportunity and I hope that you're all getting this to go within and really experience that relationship that we have and deepening this relationship. We can, I feel, do more in the external universe. So I really hope that for you, you're having the opportunity of some downtime. You're having the opportunity to just give yourself some space and have some time without other people in your life who I'm sure you love on a deep level without them having to be there, even if it's only five minutes. And one of the benefits of this show uh, that I'm so grateful to be part of, of course, is that it gives me that five minutes every day to be with you and share what I hope can be helpful with you. But even just five minutes every day to be with yourself, really tune in and have a sense of that relationship that always in our life we have this space within us and this is a space of exchange with our self that we can have conversations we can have debates we can have these constantly evolving concepts which can be experienced obviously intellectually mentally but also emotionally and spiritually that there's always that interface that interchange what a gift for us that we have this it's always with us And however you choose to conceptualise this, I really hope that it can be a sanctuary for you, a sanctuary within, and that you can return here and recharge when you need to. And I'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thanks so much. Aki You're listening to Blowing
1: Bubbles. We're talking with Ange Morgan. Why is truck driving so dominated by males? Why is it a male thing? It, It doesn't... There's there's not particular strength aspects to it, is there?
2: No. although I suspect in the olden days there was, but also in the olden days, you know, the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, women had the luxury of being full-time mothers, Mm. where now we've we've got, you know, we can't afford one-income families anymore, and so women have got to get out there, but um, when I was in Melbourne and an old guy come up to me and says, It is so beautiful to see women back in trucks. And I said, What do you mean back in trucks? And he said, In the war, women kept this country going by driving all the trucks. And, you know, he thought it was he thought it was marvellous that I guess it brought a time back to him, you know, that was special
0: and um And actually, when I think about that um, there's all those reports of um the Queen Mother driving an ambulance during the war and yes. uh, and Queen Elizabeth and her sister are also being involved in that, and we women actually have been driving for for as long as we 've had engines to drive yeah, yeah, we actually exactly. just needed the men to give over the keys and bugger off to war <laughs> exactly
2: and 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 unfortunately it's taken a bit of a bit of um pushing and shoving to get the men to hand the keys over again in this generation because they really didn't want to
0: do you get many young women actually saying i want to be a professional driver not not a
2: lot you you get some um tends to be the ones I've met that do have been either brought up like me farming or brought up with a dad or an uncle that's a truck driver or works in the machinery industry in some respect. But in general, like if you went into a town school, it would be interesting to see how many girls there think that's even an option for them. Mm. Where it's it's an awesome option
1: how do you get into it do you you know do people employ drivers or because most yeah. trucks or a lot of trucks are owner operated aren't they
2: um, or oh, not most no um, there's certain companies that are um, owner operated trucks predominantly and um, but yeah, you do you You've got to get your licences first, and, of course, they cost money, and that's a big hurdle. Um, you know, it costs a minimum of $1,000 for each licence, and you to get to those big licences, you know, for Class 5 trucks, you've got to have done three courses. Um, now they've got the apprenticeship scheme. There is hope, but then you've got to be able to invest nine months of your your life which to me is not great you know not not bad if that's what you want to do that's great opportunity Um, but yeah if you are wanting to do it on your own it's a minimum of three grand unless you get a employer that's willing to put you through but um, it's not always easy because employers with little trucks don't have big trucks So they're not going to put you through to the next stage. Um, Once you get into medium-sized trucks, they might have big trucks. But yeah, it's, it's sort of, you've got to do a lot of job hopping and saving and all of that in the meantime.
1: And it's not like your family, unless you're a family that's got one, my argument here is circular, unless your family is one that's got a truck, it's unlikely that your family's got a truck that you can learn to drive on
2: exactly exactly it's yeah it's a bit it really is um there's just catch 22s all the way through and and it's not easy there's just hurdles and and also getting even though there's a driver shortage a guy with a six hundred thousand dollar unit is going to think twice before putting someone that's just rocked out of the course and said oh yeah i've got my class five i want to drive a truck give me that truck you know it's like Ugh. but um they do they do in the end but you know you've got to be persistent you've got to go you've just got to start door knocking and yeah eventually you'll get somewhere so did, did you, you encounter much resistance yes i did i i encountered um all sorts of resistance and in my early days it's getting a lot better now I'll say but um one of my husband's friends said to me, Oh, you know, women can't drive trucks because they don't know how to reverse using their rear vision mirrors. And he and he just hated the he was just totally septic about it. And, you know, I've had other other truck drivers try to set me up to fail, you know, and that Again, all in the early days. Um, in recent years, it's gotten incre- an incredible lot
1: better. So did you carry on driving through lockdown?
2: Um, no, I was already teaching by then. My husband carried on driving. Um, so he he cuts um, food. So he was an essential worker. And um, I just sat home and lived on lived on his weight and uh, you know i still worked i tried to do my courses online it didn't work great but but we gave it we gave it a shot (laughs) and um did the best we could and sort of fumbled through and then um carried on after lockdown so
1: yeah so i wouldn't sometimes you see somebody backing a giant truck into a tiny little space around a corner and you think, I yeah, haven't the the
2: f- corner,
4: and a you dock. think
1: I haven't the foggiest idea how you would learn that I'll teach you. <laughs> <laughs> can you teach me on the radio like but how do you start do you do you do you build up to that you know you're just going backwards to start with I suppose
2: no well the no you 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 just get thrown in the deep end and you have to nut it out and you have to ask for help and um i I know I knew I was going to one supermarket right at the start of my driving, and I'd been there with my driver trainer, and it was about a half hour drive there, and I cried the whole way because you had to back down a hill around a building onto a dock. And I got there and there's a storming going, go left, go right. And in the end, I just put the brakes on, got out and said to him, look, go and have a cup of coffee. Um, I'll come and get you sometime in the next hour, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and just told him to leave me alone, you know, because <laughs> I was just stressed to the point of um, exploding.
1: And and now is it a thing that, like, that comes naturally? Yes, yeah
2: yeah you get to a point where you just sort of um know what you've got to do and 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 you see a situation and you you just stop and think about it if it's somewhere new and work out the best sort of um the best sort of attack that you can
1: let's take the second of your music choices let's have the dixie chicks goodbye earl why this one
2: Again, it's rocky, it's funny. I like um I like songs with a bit of humour in it. Um, my daughter reckons that my songs have just shriek feminism, but I'm not a feminist. she thinks I am, but I'm not. <laughs> and um but yeah, it's all about getting rid of an abusive husband, and um but it does it with humour and and it does it with a good beat.
0: Um, I'm doing quite a bit of um, study in imagination and about how we apply imagination, where it comes from. And and I was thinking, where is the imagination in truck driving? And then it suddenly occurred to me, where isn't there imagination in truck driving? Every single thing you do, you're constantly putting yourself into the future, thinking into the future, deciding what could possibly happen. But one of those things is... um, one of my colleagues was talking to me today about her husband the professional driver as well and how he can back his truck and trailer unit into a space where the mirrors either side are almost touching the mirrors to the and in in a space that she thought no truck could even fit yeah and I and so you must have an amazing yeah. imagination to be able to put yourself into those spaces in your mind before you put your truck there. Yeah, actually, you do when you, if you'd asked me flat out, do you have
2: imagination, I would have said, oh, not really, you know, I'm sort of pretty, pretty thing. But when you look at it that way, you do, you're, you're creating, creating the event before it happens and, and seeing it in your mind's eye and working out how you're going to do it. So, yeah, you are using your imagination and you um, you're using, like, one of the good things about woman truck drivers is they're using their imagination for all the details. So women tend to be a little bit more detail orientated, and a bit of, a bit like what would go wrong. So a woman will think about everything that can go wrong along their journey. <laughs> where a man's <laughs> like, right, going to get this from A to B. Yeah, so um, I don't. I that's just my theory. It's probably not right, but I sort of think that might have something to do with it.
0: I think you're onto it there, and I, I think um, that actually driving a truck is an incredibly creative pursuit. Yeah, quite possibly. Actually, when
2: when you start thinking about it along those lines, yes, it is. Yeah,
1: and we've seen lots of changes across. Society at lots of different levels over the last year or so, over the pandemic. What do you think is going to stick? And what do you hope will stick?
2: Kindness. I know that's a bit altruistic, but I reckon if the world was kind, nothing would be as bad as it is.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that one. I was thinking about... Why did it take this for us to be kind? Isn't that something we should have been doing already? But then, but then maybe the reason it has worked so well is because it is what we were doing already. It's 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 reaffirming something that we do already value.
2: Yeah, quite possibly. New Zealand, I think New Zealanders as as a bunch are really kind. Um, you know, if you strip away all the the noise.
1: I have some questions to end the show with. What is the biggest success you've had in the last couple of years?
2: Well, getting my eye endorsement to become a truck driver assessor um, is definitely right up there. And starting my own company, and um my my biggest success is coming on the 3rd of february when i'll be 20 years sober so to me that's you know nothing else would have happened if it hadn't been
1: for that We've, we've talked on the show quite a lot about having a positive view of the future that's a really good case of having a positive view and doing something about it yes
2: yeah um I I um, do have a positive view. I, I sort of, I sometimes think I'm cynical, but then when I look at the actions that I do, I'm undercover positive. <laughs> and my, 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 I always try to be tough and staunch, and my, my husband and my daughter and all that, they're just like, nah, not even, <laughs> you know. And, um because I believe in people and, and I think if you believe in people you can't help but be positive
1: Did you write that one down Mwera? That's a good line undercover positive
0: I like that a lot
1: We're writing a book of these conversations it's called Tomorrow's Heroes it's our team Ooh. of people doing good work so you are in our team. What is the superpower that got you there?
2: Um persistence. Yeah, persistence, perseverance, and pride. Three P's.
1: All the P's, persistence, perseverance, and pride. Do you consider yourself to be an activist?
2: No. But other people do <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do they say you're activist about?
2: Um, about um, better better employment issues for for truck drivers, um, for human human rights within the, the trucking industry because it's been notoriously bad at treating staff in the past. It's getting better um i'm i'm pro legalization dare i say it um so yeah uh, any anything that's positive i'm i speak up about it
1: so what motivates you what gets you out of bed in the morning
2: oh my mortgage (laughs) um my grandkids my um my kids um my my beautiful gentle husband and um and my lovely garden and um and the excitement of what's going to hit me when i get out the door in the morning and who i'm going to meet and um I've just met a new lot of students this week, my first lot that are mine. And um and so it's been great getting to know them and we've got one two L today got done and yeah, so yeah, all of that stuff.
1: That's a good way to live. The excitement of who I'm going to meet today. Yeah. So what challenge are you looking forward to or opportunity are you looking forward to in the next year or so?
2: Um, to to make a success of my business um, and to to help make trucking something that think that people, as we were talking about earlier, at school think about and have, because you ask people what they're going to do when they grow up and they're going to be a hairdresser or a police woman or go to university but not be a truck driver. I want to hear girls go, oh, I'm going to be a truck driver when I grow up.
1: And lastly, do you have any advice for our listeners?
2: Oh, goodness. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And if you want to do something, just keep going for it. And if people tell you you can't do it, find new people. You know, there's always going to be someone there to back you and if the people that are surrounding you aren't backing you, then they're not your tribe.
1: Thank you for that. That's good advice. Mawira.
0: Oh my gosh, you nailed that. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) right. That is exactly right. If the people aren't backing you, find new people, better people, more supportive people, but I really like all your P's, positive, persistence, perseverance and pride. There's a lot of goodness right there and there's a tremendous amount of goodness in you. You are a stellar person and um, I just think that there are a lot of very lucky young women uh, in the near future who, who will actually be able to consider being a professional driver here in Aotearoa because of you and thank you for what you do. You're amazing. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you very much for joining us. Now, this week, this month, we're going out to songs of summer. I'm trying to pretend that I'm not back at work. And I have found a song about trucking and summer. It's by Cash. Summer in a Truck. to blowing bubbles positive conversations with people in their bubbles their safe spaces around the world brought to you by the sustainable lens team which is brought to you by a tiger polytechnic we're broadcast on Otago Access Radio every weekday afternoon at three and streamed and podcast on oar.org.nz. You can find us on Facebook and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We had a contribution today from Tahu McKenzie. I'm Samuel Lennon, Sawyer's so Bay Dunedin, with Mawira Karatai in Phukatani, and in Pangaroa, Bay of Plenty, And Morgan. We hope you enjoyed the show.